Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 318, first episode post our long weekend of punk rock bowling. Oh, yeah. And this is going to be quite the episode. May even be in two parts. Yes. <laughs> we'll see when we get there. Uh, both of the, Eric and I had a long weekend. Eric even had an extra one day long weekend on top of my weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got a lot. We got some club shows to talk about. We got some fest shows to talk about. We got some. Uh, a little bit of in-between to talk about. Absolutely, and all of that's great stuff about the punk scene, so we definitely want to cover it. Uh, we think it's great. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We also have an interview. We got Ace Soprano, a.k.a. T. Soprano, a.k.a. The Man from Italian Blood. Uh, we're going to be talking about Italian <laughs> Blood's new EP. Uh, the the music. Realist Paisano. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, during live shows, we'll be talking about the show that he's putting on with Oi to the World slash mm -hmm. Liberty or Death Records. We'll be covering all of that as we get later on in the show. So we are going to get right to it. Yep. And we also talk about, uh, you know, uh, what the tier levels of uh, different pizza. Yes. And what pizza holds the supremacy as far as, uh, you know, <laughs> accuracy in regards to its history. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we get into it. Um, I don't think we get to the point where we have to trade blows, but, <laughs> you know, me and him, we both love pizza and we're both very passionate about it. And, uh, well, yeah, that's kind of where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned for that. Let's get into the new songs of the show. We're going to be playing some new songs here in just a moment. Uh, real quick, list of new stuff that has come out, will be coming out. I'm going to start on May 21st. Demon Dolls released Valley of the Demon Dolls. It's a demo that was recorded way back in 2002, but not released until now. I think that's on Von Toxic, if you want to go check it out, on Bandcamp. Metric Fuckton, they released So Damn Bad, which is a single. Uh, Foul Techni Technizni released Nee Nee. Usniknizny, I don't know. Some <laughs> something I think is Polish. It's either Polish or Czech. Sneaker schnitzel. I don't remember if I've heard the EP yet that came out on the 23rd, but I've heard the band. I'll definitely be listening to it before I put out new songs over on Punkinoy Worldwide for May. So it's definitely a band worth checking out, even though I'm doing a terrible job of pronouncing the band's name. <laughs> Uh, Billy Bats and the Made Men, they put out My Empire is Crumbling, and they are doing a pretty big tour. You should check out the band if you like Billy Bats and the Made Men. Uh, I know they weren't coming to Salt Lake. I looked at their uh, tour flyer, but uh, they do have a new one. Go check out My Empire is Crumbling. Free Will released The Weight and As We Sleep, two singles on New Age Records on the 23rd. The Raging Nathans released Never Be Through, which is a single. Los Brewers, they're out of Finland, by the way, even though Los Brewers is the band name. They released five singles, and they weren't compiled like an EP on any place that I found it, but five singles on the 23rd. I think four were on the 23rd, one was on the 28th, but they're pretty cool nonetheless. Uh, Bamboo Vipers released two singles on the 24th, Andrew, Andrew Ridgely Moment. And I'm sure that is somebody that if you lived in the UK, you're going to know exactly what that means. I don't. I'm going to have to look that up. 
Limington Lounge Lizards, and I'm sure that's the same type of thing reference. The songs are cool, though, so check it out. On rotaryvinyl.com, they put out a compilation called Bullshit 2023, and that came out on the 24th. Mugshot put out Left in the Wake, which is a single on Pure Noise Records on the 25th. Bardeo released another single. They released a few singles like every couple weeks uh, in May. And Hoven Radical, which is a single. And then I actually got a notification today that they released another single. But by the time I went to Bandcamp, it wasn't there anymore. So maybe they have are holding off on the release for it. Mm. I don't know. Sometimes that happens. It was just a quick release. A yeah. fan, <laughs> sort of a fan's release. It's yeah. like... Uh, what uh, what bands like uh, Absolved and Run Into the Sun did? It's like here's a hyperlink for all the locals, right? <laughs> you know, but if you got a VPN that lets you uh, change your location, then you can get around that. <laughs> Maybe you need to do that, and uh, I should have tried. Uh, versus the world, they released "The Bastards Live Forever" on Spam Records on the 26th. AJJ released "Disposable Everything" on the 26th. A lot of these are on the 26th. It was the Friday of the week, so until I tell you differently, <laughs> just course. know they're all on the 26th. And that was the first day of punk rock bowling. Not the exact first date. Eric will talk more about that later. But it was the first date of uh, the majority of punk rock bowling. The Barnstormers released self-titled The Barnstormers. The Dirty Nil released Free Reign to Passions. Les Lulis released Mauvaise Foi, which is pretty good. I was listening to that earlier today. Glaz, G-L-A-A-S, released Cruel Heart, Cold Summer EP on Static Shock Records. NASCAR Aloe released Hey Asshole, which is an EP. The Jackets released Life's Not Like the Movies, 7-inch. Ms. España released Niebla Mental on La Vida es un Mus Discos. Destroy All Gondolas and Guitara Cayo released a split EP on Slovenly Records. Fishbone released Fishbone EP, which I didn't get to hear that single. I mean, if they did, it didn't sound anything like it did in the recording if they played it at Punk Rock Bowling. I was looking for that <laughs> new single, but I didn't hear anything that sounded like it. Yeah, but we'll, we'll talk more about as to why that is. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. It's actually pretty interesting. Spider released Tripwire. They did one of the club shows. I think they did one of the two Monday night club shows at Punk Rock Bowling, and they released a single called Tripwire. Souls Worn Thin released Kill Your TV on Ep Epitronic. Spoilers released Peaches and Cream, which is a single on Spam Records. Uh, and just so people know, I, I feel like I keep saying spam, like shoulder pork and ham, that nasty-ass meat that comes yeah. in a can. I'm saying <laughs> spam. <laughs> spam. <laughs> shoulder Shoulder pork and ham, sick that gross ass meat that comes in a can. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like a sounds like one of those uh, SNL commercials, right? <laughs> the, the, the fake commercials that they have in their uh, programming, right? Uh, <laughs> SNL, feel free to use that one. I don't claim any copyright or anything to it. Uh, I'm sure somebody else said it before me. Uh, <laughs> Maybe spam though. S B A M S B A M, not P S B A M. Spam records. Uh, the Dead Notes released Forever Outsider, which is an EP. The Juve Scaron released a new single called Fatalitas. Fatalitas, they're French. I feel like I'm saying it like I was Spanish or Italian, but that's French. Uh, Virgin Whores, they had a CD release party, and that CD is called Last Chance to Dance. I don't know if it, it's released anywhere else yet. You might have had to be at that show in Minneapolis, but they did do that. The Drowns did a track featuring Susie Moon, and it's a cover of Sweet's Ballroom Blitz. They were actually handing out yeah. flexies of that at the show uh, when Susie Moon played. 
they had flexies from Pirates Press that they were handing oh. out at our merch booth. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and they released that on Friday. The Drowns might have been doing the same thing. I had a club show ticket to that show, didn't go. We'll talk more about as to why that is uh, also later. <laughs> 21 Bricks released Everything Was Forever on Riot Ready Records. Throwouts released Ordinary Guy, which is a single on Lake Town Records there. Full length should be coming out soon, but I still haven't seen the date as to when that is. And that's the second single that's off the upcoming full length. Agur, A-G-U-R, released Garena Gara. And that's Bosque, I'm sure, because the band is from Tough Ain't Enough Records. It's great, but I don't know what, what I'm saying there. Uh, Scoundrels released Reptile Brain, and that is also on Compulsive Agitation EP, which is, I think is a, a compilation, if I'm not mistaken. I'll talk more about that probably on the next episode. I actually have stuff pertaining to that, but I already have this episode full for stuff, so we'll, we'll probably get to that on the next one. False Witness released Never Dead, which is a single. Dogs of War, and that's D-O-G-Z, Dogs of War, released still undisputed on 1054 Records. Then on the 27th, Detrition released a new single, Clean Up Your Act, and that's on Little Willie Records. Whole Hog put out a split called To Have and To Hold, and the split is with B-Side. It's not on the B-Side. The band's name is B-Side. So uh, Whole Hog and B-Side, they put out that split together. Then on the 28th, Zimt, Z-Y-M-T, released Live Aus der Ole, Holy, uh, Spastic Fantastic Records. Burning Flag and Antrieb released something in Russian. It's a split. I don't know. I could, I could, I'm not going to pull up Google Translate. Just go look at Burning Flag because <laughs> they are cool uh, on Bandcamp. You'll find that split there. Delate, they are Bulgarian and... In, in Bulgarian, which is a very similar alphabet, at least to my ignorant eyes, uh, to Russian. So I don't even know what the letters are, but they put out a new release, and it's pretty cool, so you should check it out. Gangrene released Burn, which is a single. Lektron released Dirty Jacks and She's a War, two singles on Asian Man Records. On the 31st, The Vibrators released Young Lust, the 1976 demos. I tried to go back to see if they released anything in total like that, and I tried to look at some of their early releases that came out in 77 and 78 hmm. uh, from the Vibrators, and I couldn't find those tracks on there, so this might be something new. They, they do have a pretty big discography, so I didn't go through everything, but you may want to check it out. It's on Bandcamp, and if you're into, uh, obviously, 70s-sounding punk, I <laughs> thought it was pretty cool. I listened <clears throat> to some of the tracks earlier today. I said, no, they're still kicking around. Right. The likes of those folks. Horror Story released. Horror Story reanimated from Von Toxic. Uh, Warren and C4 put out a split. That was also on the 31st called Split Your Skull in Half. Curb Stomp released, or will be releasing on the 1st, Edelweiss. The Alarm is going to be releasing Forwards on the 2nd. Egoistein on the 2nd is going to be releasing Egoistein Viver. And then... Viver. Uh, Buggin is releasing Concrete Cowboys on Flat Spot Records. Spy is releasing Satisfaction on Triple B Records. Rancid's releasing Tomorrow Never Comes, and they'll be in Europe if they're not there already. Dan Cribb and The Isolated re are releasing I'll Follow You Anywhere on P Records. Saturday's Heroes are releasing After Party, which is a single. 
title holders releasing What Better Time on Jumpstart Records. Those are all on the second, which is not actually a Bandcamp Friday, just so everybody knows. They're doing something in the middle of the month instead of this Bandcamp Friday. So Bandcamp Friday will be back, I think, not till August, if I remember what I was reading right. You might want to double check it, but huh. uh, they're doing something else for something else, and it's not actually Bandcamp Friday. So, <laughs> all right then. Uh, Soda City Riot on the third is releasing Nothing Left, which is a single. The Swindells are releasing their out al- new album, Already Dead. Uh, should be available on their Bandcamp on the third. Radio Crimen is releasing Frankie on Demons Punk Records on the sixth. Snuff is releasing an acoustic album con- called Come On If You Think You're Rachmaninov. Rachmaninov. Okay, Rachmaninov. <clears throat> that sounds yeah. more like something I've heard of before than what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Rachmaninoff, he's a composer. Okay. Yeah, or was. The guy's dead as a damn doornail, but yes, that's where he's from. Or what, where he's from. What he did. Fair enough. That's going to be on Spam Records. Uh, the last few I have are all on the 9th of June, and that's Don't Try Releasing the Shoe Knife EP, Rat Cage Releasing Savage Visions on La Vida Esumus Discos, Americant, compila- Americant Records compilation releasing Disorder in Stereo Volume 1 on Americant Records. JFA releasing The Last Ride and finally No Dice releasing Kill the Shepherds EP on 1054 Records. Holy shit, you're up, Eric. Okay, well, <clears throat> let's get started. On the 22nd, um, in case you guys forgot, Dead Heat released their single Endless Torment. I played it on last week's episode. Check it out there or check it out on their band camp. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, the Trouble released These Days Aren't Meant to Last. On the 23rd, Free Will released their new single, The Wait and As, they, uh, As We Sleep. That being the A-side and B-side, respectively. On the 26th, uh, like you said, Dirty Nil, Free Reign to Passions. Still got to listen to that. Uh, and But also Incendiary released uh, Change the Way You Think About Pain. And Ankle Biter <clears throat> released To Live and Withstand. On the 30th, Split Image released their Demon Hunter single. And we're going to be playing that in just a few minutes. Um, and on the 31st, Change of Sanity released Eligible to Die, their latest EP. It's like Eligible to Die. Yes, that, yes. <laughs> Very observant. (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, think we all are. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, on the second, yes, aside from uh, the new Rancid album, um, we also have the newest EP from American Nightmare dedicated to the new world and Concrete Cowboys from Buggin'. That's going to be a fun one. And on the ninth, uh, the one that I'm most looking forward to on that day is Satan is a Bitch, the new EP from Cancer Christ. I'm excited to hear... Uh, what more these guys got to offer. I love that style of grindcore that they put out, but nothing can compare to their live shows. You heard me talk about it when we when I was covering or recounting the events of the... Uh, <laughs> God, what is it? The General Violence Conference that I played back in April. And Cancer Christ, they were the, they were the ones to close out that whole thing. <laughs> when the burning Bibles and the fucking bloodbath, the literal bloodbath, it, it was a riot. Uh, but that's not to say that their music ain't good. It is good. It's like war. You know, they have a hell of a stage show. It kind of outshines the music at certain points, but there is still charisma in that music. Anyway, 
talking about charisma, let's get to uh, the new split image track, these thrashing giants. <laughs> yeah, I've talked about split image before. In fact, they were on my uh, year-end list of the, uh, of the best EPs of 2022. And yeah, it still is a great EP, and it's still, yeah, that'd be a torrent of illusion. And yeah, I am excited that they are still going strong. They have had, they have released three singles since then. You know, that uh, split image, I have it here as like it was released back in, ah, uh, shit. Sometime in 2022. <laughs> I don't remember the, <laughs> I don't remember the exact month, but they did release their, uh, Oh, God, the Prey on My Downfall. That was back in uh, March of this year. And now they have released Demon Hunter. And, yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Prey on My Downfall 2 was also was also good. It was that thrash, but it had uh, some electronic additions, which, were, uh, uh, which was a little weird. I'm not sure. I still am not sure how I feel about that, but, yeah, whatever. Uh, Demon Hunter. And not to be confused with the uh, band of the same name, that metalcore, the Christian metalcore band from back in two thousand whatever. It's a, uh, it's their class, it's classic crossover with all those uh, strong points. You know, the fast parts, the chuggy parts, the little uh, uh, downstroking, slamming, uh, circle pit inducing parts, and the breakdown. And yeah, while the title may suggest a song about, you know, uh, pro-Jesus, fight the demons, and, uh, you know, fuck hell and Satan and all that. It's, uh, well, kind of, but the song is about exorcism, <laughs> or more rather, uh, uh, what I picture if Dante was given a weapon during his descent into the inferno and literally slaying the demons. <laughs> it's like, that's what the, that's what the song is about. I think it's a double entendre as to like, you know, fighting your inner demons and overcoming it. But honestly, these guys, I think are being a little more, uh, literal as in you're literally fighting, fighting demons. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Here's the newest, uh, song from split image demon hunter.
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just think of all those uh, pounding rhythms of just like a crucifix stabbing a demon in the heart. <laughs> well, that's a vampire, but, you know, who wouldn't that kill? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? That's a line I picked up from Hotel Transylvania. I hadn't watched that movie in 10 years, didn't like it the first time around, gave it another chance just a couple days ago, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty funny. <laughs> and that's a line that, uh, you know, Count Dracula says. It's like the real person comes across and he's asking him all the things. It's like, it's like, do you really suck blood? He's like, no, it's too fatty. <laughs> you, what about the garlic thing? Oh, I hate the garlic. It makes my stomach ache. <laughs> uh, what about the uh, steak to the heart? Will that kill you? Yes, but who wouldn't that kill? <laughs> so yeah, sort of getting off track here. But yeah, that was a Demon Hunter by Split Image. And I got to say, like, I, I don't have anything against the song. But the cover itself, it just looks so corny. <laughs> it looks like some total fucking 2000s butt rock, uh, Christian butt rock thing. And there was, uh, thank you, Skrillex. <laughs> I'm sorry, not Skrillex, Skillet. Oh, Skillet, yeah. Yes. Skillet, and then we rock in the name of Jesus. <laughs> just, oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's got their little name right on the bottom. It's just sort of... Uh, it just looks like uh, that's where the name of the label would be as a little <laughs> promotional thing. But the title takes up most of the uh, uh, most of the single, and, you know, as it should. But it's just got this uh, this dark figure on there, just front and center, and like, yeah, we're gonna fuck shit up. I'm like, all right, but the artwork looks way too airbrushed. <laughs> and on top of that, the the lettering of the of the name of the single it's the acdc lettering it's the font it's it's unmistakable it's like come on be a little be a little more uh uh original guys i mean come on like uh, that's my only gripe with it if my only uh complaint is the cover of the single then Honestly, we're kind of a good hands. I right. just don't, I just don't want to look at it. Music's always the most important part, anyway. Yes, it is, and there, and there are plenty of album covers. Uh, yeah, covers of albums that I adore. Uh, we, the music I adore, the albums themselves I adore, but the covers I'm just like, what were you fucking thinking? This is stupid. <laughs> You know, it's like your original idea was much better. Whatever artist you got, they, they just fucked you up. I'm kind of on that kick right now because I have a friend designing the uh, the cover for the eventual Apathetics album that will be released. Well, album, EP, it's a it's an eight song. It's an eight song release. A One mini of those LP. Things. A mini LP, yes. That's the term. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a bit of a promo for you there and uh, I will I will leave it at that. Nice. And as far as Split Image, that new song, I will also leave it at just that. Moving on from there. All right. Uh, again, going to try to load up on a few new tracks, a bunch of stuff that's getting shared with us. Uh, so we're going to get right into them. First, we're going to play the band Brutal Youth. Uh, this is a really cool album. Uh, they released Rebuilding Year on April 21st. Uh, you can find it on Stomp Records. Came to me by way of Chad at No Rules PR. I want to thank Chad, always sharing cool stuff, and, and so definitely want to get to play, especially when it's stuff that I really enjoy. I thought this was cool. I yeah. remember reading about this. This uh, The band, if you're unfamiliar with Brutal Youth from Toronto, Ontario, because 
could be other brutal youths. I don't know. <laughs> seems like a, a name that somebody else might have picked also. Yeah, it sounds like a it totally sounds like an edge lord thing, <laughs> the brutal youth. But at the same time, that's a lot of uh hardcore punk rock bands uh, you know, monikers for their albums or their songs or even themselves. So brutal youth, but hell yeah, it just rolls right off the tongue. Right. <laughs> they released uh, that rebuilding year. There's 14 tracks. They're, the majority of their tracks are under two minutes, so kind of gives you an idea of what kind of punk they do. There are a couple that are over, but I did uh, get through, like skim through a lot of the tracks, and I liked a lot of them. But I'm just going to stick with track number one. I think I like that one the best. That one's called Juice Cleanse, and it's not specifically because it's called Juice Cleanse. It's just I thought the track was really cool, so let's check it out. We'll see what you think. <laughs> Here's Brutal Youth with Juice Clans off of their album Rebuilding Year. See what they mean when they see what they mean by juice cleanse. Right, yeah. Pay attention <laughs> to the lyrics. It could mean something else. Don't do steroids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit there they, they got into it yeah <laughs> i'll say that's a you know despite the fact that they're doing a juice cleanse 
It really sounds like they amp up the roids on that one because how else can you be brutal? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. If you were uh, if they were a beatdown band, then I would say, yeah, you're on the juice. But <laughs> these guys are clearly not. Uh, cool stuff there. Go check out the rest of that album. It's pretty awesome. It just came out a little over a month ago. Uh, again, it's called Rebuilding Year. You can find it on Stomp Records. Thank you again to Chad. Brutal Youth is great. Next up, we're going to play, be playing a band that it's a new release, but not a new release. And what I mean by that is the band Flores y Fuego, they released Alter, A-L-T-A-R, and they released that originally themselves. They released it um, July 30th of 2021. Yeah, it's coming up on like two years old. So it's not that new. <laughs> it's not that old, but it's not that new. They're from Guadalajara, Mexico, if you're unfamiliar with the band. The vinyl, they did a vinyl release on Pirates Press. So Pirates Press released this on vinyl, and that vinyl street date was May 12th. So just a couple weeks ago. Uh, so a lot of us, maybe for the first time, were getting to hear them, and the vinyl's really cool. So if you want to head over to Pirates Press, that's where you can get the vinyl for Alter. Uh, Flores y Fuego. Pretty awesome release. There's eight tracks. There's uh, black vinyl. There's black and gold galaxy vinyl and black and deep purple. Uh, well, that's the A side and the B side's black splatter. So th there's that's two different sides. I mean, I, I want that's the one <laughs> I want, man. <laughs> Please, uh, but I have it. And thanks to Gowdy, I've got it. Gowdy, he's the man. Uh, he recommended it. He said this rips. Well, it sure as shit does. I like it. Uh, we're going to be playing Soy Tu Vols, which is I Am Your Voice. Uh, great stuff here. Let's listen. Here is Flores y Fuego. Como una sombra, acepta 
Right? Melissa, she's on vocals. She's got a voice, man. That's awesome. Fuck, I'll say. <laughs> she got some, yeah, she got some growl in that larynx of hers. <laughs> right. That's good stuff. Go check out the other seven tracks on Alter. Uh, you can just go over to the Bandcamp page uh, or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to music, or you can go support them, like I said, Bandcamp and so forth. If you want the vinyl, head over to Pirates Press. You can get yourself a copy of it there. Uh, it's pretty awesome, and like I said, it comes in some pretty awesome uh, color combinations there. The the one with the front and a back. Like I want to see this 12-inch gold and deep purple front with a backside with black splatter, A-side, B-side, black splatter. Maybe I'm reading that incorrect. <laughs> but the black and gold galaxy also sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, that does. Sounds like a trip. <laughs> All right, good stuff there. I'm going to throw in one more new track because I've got so many to get to. I appreciate everybody that sends their music out, including Romain. Romain? Yeah, and even more, we appreciate your patience. <laughs> yes, sometimes it takes a minute, sometimes it gets buried, and, but I always, I'm at least peri- periodically, it's not like on a s- schedule, but periodically I go back through everything and try to reread emails, messages we get on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff too to double-check and make sure that I have got to stuff because we do get a lot. So just know, if I haven't got to you, I will. We're getting to this one now. Romain, I think it's Romain. I'm looking at it like Romain, R-O-M-A-I-N. But they're from France, so I don't know if it's Roman. Romain? 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 Yeah. So it feels like I'm saying like Romain, like Romain lettuce, but that's yeah. like, that has an E on the end, but I don't but it also is R O M A I N, so M A I N. I'm looking at that like Maine, Romaine. Yeah. Romaine? I don't. It might be uh, Romaine, but just a little softer on the vowel. Romaine. Like Romaine. 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 All right. Yeah. That sounds better. Possible. We're going to go with what Eric said. But thank you nonetheless for sharing your band, The Traders, and that's T R A D E R S. Like, I'm going to trade you these cards for those cards or whatever you would trade, like bartering, not traitor like. Uh, a backstabber, not that kind of trader. Ah, uh, like a Benedict. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not that one. It's a trader like we're going to trade stuff. Uh, the traders, they're from Lyon in France. Uh, after 10 years, so 10 years after their first album release, they're releasing this single. It's called Grandiose, and they're actually going to be releasing an album, but it doesn't come out till September of this year. So here's a sample of what you're going to get from new music from the traders. And again, that email came out, gee, it's like five or six weeks ago, back in the middle of April. On the same day this was released, it was April 18th, they sent it. We're getting to it now. Uh, still new music, so let's get to it. The Traders with Grandiose. I'm not talking about ego and arrogance and grandiose. I'm talking about self-esteem and confidence. That's vital. Self-esteem and confidence. Here we come, so tell the lesson!
That's funny. That sounds like how you would. Uh, that sounds like how you would just throw a fucking uh, insult in high school, right? Great way to end the track. I like it. That's funny. Great stuff. Uh, I love the tempo. In case it's not clear, like uh, we're, we're playing all the time. We get a lot. Like I said, get a lot of stuff shared. We're not going to play just because you share it. No offense to somebody, but for the most part, we, we're always finding stuff that we like. Mm And the stuff that's shared. Once in a blue moon, something gets shared. Typically, most of the stuff comes to me first because it comes to my email. But I will ask Eric. I'll be like, Eric, what do you think of this thing? I don't know what the fuck to say about it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And when Eric says about the same thing that I just said, then I'm sorry. I just can't play it. We're, We're not here to play music to shit on what people are doing. And if we can't do anything but that, then we're going to have to sit on it and think about it for a while, I suppose, or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, get a brutal truth somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, that's in all the years we've done this, that has happened probably less than I can count on a hand because, you know, people are doing a great job. They're uh, putting themselves into their their art, their, their stuff, and uh, at least one of us is like, "Hey, this is this is cool. I yeah. like it." And I mean, we're not. Uh, yeah, we're critiquing, not talking shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Definite <laughs> difference. Just felt like I, I needed to clarify that there. All right, done with that. Uh, we're gonna move on to some older, <clears throat> lesser known stuff. Eric's is actually older. Mine's a little older, probably lesser known. Yeah, mine's definitely. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it's definitely older <laughs> by a good 11 years. Nice. <laughs> uh, but this does tie into, uh, you know, my events this uh, last weekend. And this was actually, this is actually fitting because this is the, as part of, part of the first show that I attended when I got there on Thursday. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get down there uh, Thursday, but a few weeks uh, prior, I uh, was messaging uh, my friend John from Soldiers of Destruction and a few other projects and, you know, the label head for American Records. Right. And and I was telling him all the shows that I would be attending. And I said, yeah, I'll be down there Thursday. I'm going to go and see uh, Dwarves and Zeke and uh, Dead Boys. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Guess what? I'm playing a show right next door at the uh, Triple B's. It's like, oh, really? The bar that's adjacent, it's only split by like a wall? Yeah, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> and and awesome. he said, yeah, I have. if you don't have a ticket, you can, uh, I have one. 
if you don't have one, then I can give it to you. I already have one, but my friend, I'm sure, would like it. All right. Awesome. We're playing a show. Opening up for uh, the band Save Ferris. Nice. I'm like, okay, I don't listen to Save Ferris, but I'll come check out your band. What's your band? Guilty by Association. <laughs> Judged by who I know. Right? Can't keep all my friends out of trouble because I got no place to go. Okay, now that I got that <laughs> out of my out of my system, just I had it waiting. Just had it stuck in my head all day. It's like that's the only other uh, uh, punk rock related. Uh, material that is associated with that name (laughs) pardon the pun but uh, whatever now guilty by association yeah they are a punk band they formed in las vegas back in 2001 and john is not actually an official member he is uh he actually just kind of uh joined them on this show because they didn't have a drummer so he learned like the whole set in just a couple of days and uh yep who better to do it than john john's a phenomenal drummer right yeah, he's a he's a master class. And and yeah, went in yeah, went in there, uh, met up with John and he uh put uh put my friend on the guest list, got her in and checked out the band and I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. It's some good old uh 90s style uh, skate punk, I guess makes sense given the uh time slot they uh formed. Kind of on the tail end of the big uh skate punk craze before pop punk started uh settling in. Ah. Yeah, uh, but I watched them and they were awesome and they did a, yeah, they did a good job. They were uh, really high in energy and though, and they even did a cover of uh, Billy Joel's. That's uh, uh, what I used to call rock and roll, or someone with rock and roll in the title. It's a kind of long title, okay, but it is by Billy Joel, and yeah, they actually have that recorded on one of their albums. Oh, cool. So yeah, I got really into uh, Guilty by Association. I checked out the uh, the last two albums that they released. Those being, yeah, American Decay and the Coming Home. And Coming Home, I listened to that one first, and I was like, I really like the album. It's still rock and roll to me. It's still rock and roll to me. Coming Home. Yeah, it's still rock and roll to me. Yep. And yeah, Coming Home, it's a good album. I like uh, almost everything about it. What kept me from uh, really enjoying it? The drums. I don't know what was going on with the drums. They sounded like digital beats. And, you know, that's fine. If you can, if you can hide it, you know, if you can give the uh, impression that they are analog drums and it's uh, not taken away from anything, I respect that. But it was the kick drum. The kick drum was just so prominent, just making like, just over everything else. It was so noticeably digital that I couldn't take it. I'm like, oh, I would love this album a lot more if it just wasn't for that thing, just constantly, oh, damn it, stupid kick drum pedal. <laughs> so I went and listened to American Decay, and yeah, the drumming was a lot better mixed on <laughs> this one. And this one's older. It came out in uh, 2010. And yeah, it's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of good stuff on here, but nowhere is there a st- is there sound more uh, I don't know aggressive and straightforward than in the opening track, which is what we're gonna play right here. Straight to hell. I only came here to do two things, man: kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> it's like we're almost out of beer. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh yeah. Just, I just love it. It's got a, yeah, if I was to compare it to uh, any uh, style of uh, skate punk, it would have to be the type of skate punk where the bands were like former hardcore bands. Uh, as far as, uh, as far as the vocals go, it sounds very close to that of uh, Vision in their uh, later years, of course. <laughs> and and yeah, the soloing on there. I mean, a lot of good skate punk bands where their salt had uh, decent guitarists. Uh, right. You know, and some of which went uh, kind of the full, uh, not exactly the full metal route. <laughs> but it was, uh, but you know, you think of Dillinger 4, you think of 88 Fingers Louie, then Death by Stereo. Yeah, you could tell they were skate punk, but they just loved metal too much. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was the weird kind of shit. But these guys are in a, yeah, they're definitely in their own little vein, and I really enjoy it. And uh, John, thank you for introducing me to uh, these guys. Uh, I guess you guys. I don't know <laughs> if you're an official member yet, but yeah. And I reiterate that was not John that you were hearing on the drums in there. You know, if it, if it was, then <laughs> I think all the drum problems of the aforementioned album is would have been easily avoided. <laughs> but he was playing these songs live, and oh my god, the guy's a beast. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. So that that was a cool little uh, warm up show adjacent to the actual show that I was uh, there for, but. We'll get to that later. We'll we get will. to that a little later because, uh, yeah, but I will say this. Dwarves and uh, Zeke, they still got it. Damn. And so do the Dead Boys. Even even though the, they're mostly dead, there's only a lone <laughs> surviving dead boy in that band. <laughs> That's Cheetah. And he was dressed with a cheetah print. It was really <laughs> funny. Okay, uh, not, uh, not going to go too far. Uh, Dustin, please stop me yep. and start talking about a, a song. Yes, the song is Forsaken. The band is Cat's Paw. The Cat's Paw. What are the, is the monkey's paw got a night off? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably already taken, so they went with Cat's Paw. Or where they're from, Jakarta and in Indonesia, maybe there's just more cats than monkeys, and so it seemed more fitting to be Cat's Paw. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. At least it's not Rabbit's Foot. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I want to thank Rizki Fulja. Which does, uh, which does kind of beg the question. If you have a rabbit's foot and you make a wish on a monkey paw, doesn't that like sort of uh, uh, <laughs> cancel it out? Probably. Maybe. Like you get the, you get the reward without the drawbacks. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold, your, yeah. hold your rabbit's foot when you wish on a monkey's paw. <laughs> Well, again, I want to thank Rizky. It's R-I-Z-K-Y, in case I'm getting that wrong, and Fulja, F-U-L-D-Y-A, in case I'm getting any of that wrong. Uh, send an email on April 19th of this year, even though the track that we're going to play, Forsake It, it was actually released on April 2nd of 2021, so it's a little older, uh, but we're going to check it out here in just a moment. Uh, that email came right after the traders, so yes, um, I, I understand about five weeks or so ago, but getting them on the show, we got a lot of bands, and it's hard, we, only, we have limited number of slots, and I'm talking too much taking up those slots right now, so the band, uh, Cat's Paw, was formed in early 2020 by four music nerds, being Kevin <laughs> on lead guitar, uh, lead guitar and vocal, Rizki on guitar, Panji on bass, and Fajar, Fajar, or Fajar. Uh, you know, some languages have the J's as like an H sound. We J, we say J, Fajar, but it could be Fajar or Panji instead of Panji. Anyway, Fajar on drums, 
with the different music interests, uh, backgrounds of each member, kind of gives you what you're about to get. So Forsaken was released as a single. Let's do it. Here we go with Cat's Paw. It was trendy and cold. I felt the low pulled me embrace. But darling, you seem lost and everything drew me Darling, you seem close and 
That is Cat's Paw. The track is Forsaken. That just felt so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good stuff. Uh, Check them out again. They're from Jakarta in Indonesia. Great stuff. Thank you again, Rizki. We are going to talk about some live shows or live upcoming shows. Uh, We're going to do our our Punk Rock Bowling recap, too. It might be on a separate episode. Uh, or not episode, but uh, an addition to. So we might split this into two just because. <laughs> Bonus episode. Exactly. And, and it'll probably be mostly that. Uh, neither of us have albums as we do have the interview to get to and a lot of stuff to cover with uh, punk rock bowling that we want to cover as it just happened. No reason to do it in like three weeks, right? Yep. We'll be like three festivals past that at that point. But we do have two cool new tracks from Italian Blood off the the, the PEP, the Pi EP uh, that they released on Pi Day, m- March 14th. Uh, it was a three-track EP. I played one of them over on Punkanoi Worldwide. The other two we're going to play here, sandwiching the interview as we do. We'll do the interview in just a moment. Eric, before we get to our punk rock bowling stuff, as it were, uh, and again, it might be included on the next episode. Probably. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. Uh, before we get to Italian Blood, do you have anything to add, any shows that you might have seen? Excluding punk rock bowling. <laughs> no, I have not seen uh, any other shows uh, it was a, in addition to this. Yeah, since the last time, I wouldn't think so. So, uh, any shows you want to plug? I've got a handful as well that are upcoming. Yeah, I got a few right here on the uh, 31st. Well, actually, that's tonight. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or last night, if you're hearing this. Um, but I'm going to try and make it to this one. Uh, no Mas with Snuff Tape, Goro, and uh, Goro, God, and Birth Void at Aces High. Um, but the one I will be going to for sure is on the second. That is the Clash of the Titans tour with Creator, Sepultura, Death Angel, and Spirit World. Cool. Yeah, that'll be at the depot. Starts at 5.30 p.m. and It'll be $42 entry. I will definitely be going to that. While I like Creator and Sepultura and Death Angel all right, I have to say the main reason I'm going is for Spirit World. Yes! Because I love those guys. They're awesome. And, you know, I don't want to presume that they're going to upstage the, uh, the dinosaurs they're opening up for. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Spirit World, they really bring it. I've seen Death Angel before, and they're awesome. Uh, I have not seen Creator or Sepultura, so... Yeah, to stick around, if not just to say that I saw them, you know, I've not seen Sepultura, and I'm sort of selective with their uh, discography as it is. Like, anything after uh, anything after Chaos is kind of uh, hit and miss for me. <laughs> yeah, but I love the old 80s sort of death thrash shit that they were doing. It was fucking awesome. Schizophrenia is an awesome album. I don't care what the fucking haters say. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> anyway, I'll be there. Um also on the second, uh, Jive Bomb, Play Gods, Mannequin Twins, Sunsleeper will be playing at the Beehive. That is $15, starts at 7 p.m. On the third, there's going to be the uh, Crucial Fest soft opening at Kilby Court with Absolved, Spent, Run Into the Sun, Portraits, Lovelace, Ribbons, Lick, and Exponential Rat. Uh, I'm not sure as to the uh, price of this one, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to start early. I mean, way early, in the afternoon, 3 p.m., be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be fun. Uh, on the 4th, The Cure is coming. Oh, shit. Yeah, and if you hadn't got your tickets, well, uh, I assume they're still there, but by now I'm pretty sure they've uh, gone up in price and they're probably bleeder seats. True. So, uh, yeah, don't. I don't really know what the exact prices are, but, you know, the diehards, you have, you've had your uh, 
tickets already. So, <laughs> so I hope you guys have a great time. On the fifth, initiate mask spent. You're the worst. And Mariel Croft and the Spaghetti Boys be playing at Black Lung Society. That's uh, fifteen dollars and starts at seven p.m. And on the tenth, Svetlana's will be coming back to Salt Lake with the modifiers, who my friend Parker is playing with. Oh, cool! Yeah, he kind of joined on as their uh, hired guitarist, and that's pretty awesome. Sweet. And also, we're gonna have my other friends and Filth Lords open up for them. And that's going to be a badass set. Like uh, three really great bands, all at Aces High. I don't know the price or the, uh, well, I mean, the time is usually 8 p.m. That's uh, when bar shows, uh, at least shows at that bar start. Uh, so, yeah, those are all the shows I have uh, coming up in the next uh, 10 or so days. So, so yeah, anything after that would be uh, overkill. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I've got a couple. So at Boomer's Cocktails, which I'm going to say is somewhere in Southern California. Just go look at Boomer's Cocktail on Instagram. You'll find out where it is. On Saturday, June 10th, you'll be able to go see Narcoleptic Youth, American Made, Celebrity Stalker, 390, Violates Community Standards, all those bands for 15 bucks. <laughs> uh, events. Eventgroove.com. The sorry, the bottom part of the flyer looks like it's cut off. So that is where you can go find some of those tickets. So you can go check that one out if you're, I assume, in SoCal. If you're in Las Vegas, you can go to the Sand Dollar Lounge on June 4th inside the Plaza downtown. It's 8 p.m. A free show, but it's over 21. And Boss's daughter is playing with New Cold War, Ugly Boy, and Horripilation. Uh, brought to you by Empire or something like that, but also Asteroid M Records. Love those guys. Got to meet Cody at their booth. We play their music, so it's great to get to meet them in person. Uh, so go check out that show on June 4th, and definitely get out there support uh, Asteroid M Records. Doing some good stuff there, especially for Las Vegas bands. Link and Pin, Top Novel, uh, the Owen Guns, and the FNCs are playing... And that is, oh, sorry, the venue's called Link and Pin. Link and Pin. Uh, it's huh. on Saturday, June 3rd. It's a free entry show. Go to Owen Guns or at Owen Guns or Top Novel on Instagram and you can get more details. But it starts at 6 p.m. If you want to go see those bands, uh, Link and Pin, it doesn't give where specifically that is. So, yeah, if you want more details, you're definitely going to have to check that out. But uh, some cool bands to go see. Then, on Friday, June 2nd, 7 p.m. at Bar Frida, the Jukebox Romantics, Seeing Snakes, Neck Scars, uh, they're all playing. It uh, looks like, and Town, a band called Town, T-A-W-N, Town. Uh, they are playing in New York, uh, so go check that one out. It looks like the venue is Music Dies Here in New York, and then on the 3rd, uh, scurvy Dog, or at the Scurvy Dog in Rhode Island, you can go check them out. So the second in New York, Rhode Island on the third, and you can go check out those bands. What do we got left here? Uh, Double Down Saloon back in Las Vegas. What at doesn't kill you makes you poor. They're doing a charity event for Sean LaBelle on Friday, June 2nd at 8 p.m. There'll be a burlesque sideshow. Uh, it's going to be hosted by Trombo the Clown. It is a 21 
plus no cover. Obviously, they're going to be trying to get some money for uh, the charity portion of the event at the Double Down Saloon. But it'll be featuring live music from Soldiers of Destruction, Fuckface All-Stars, Open Fist, and Illegal Aliens. Oh, and I think this is another band, Riddled With. Sometimes the font, it's hard to tell, man. Yeah. If it's... Is it the venue? But it's already a double down saloon. But just the the way it's on there. So, or if it's like a sponsor, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I assume those are all the bands. You'll definitely get to see our pals and soldiers of destruction uh, if you go to that, and that's on June second there at Double Down Saloon in Las Vegas. On Saturday, June third, Mid Millvale River Front Park, and that is the Cold Cuts Fest. That's in Pittsburgh on June third. Uh, you can go, the show starts at 12 p.m., so it's a, not specifically a matinee. It ends at 10 p.m., but you'll get to see some great bands like Doc Rotten, The Jasons, Submachine, The Cheats, Complete Bastards, Bottle Rat, Coffee with Lions, and Navin and the Jerks. Or Navin? Navin? Gavin. Navin. It's like Gavin, but with an N. So is it Navin? Navin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. That sounds like a total uh, Gen Z slang for uh, shortening navigate. Right. Dude, it's like, bro, you pull out Google Maps. Are you Navin? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, please. If you're a Gen Z, please don't coin that term. Yes, don't use it, please. God damn. I know I'm sounding like the older generation, and that's because I am, but slang is so stupid. Agreed. It's just uh, further exemplifying that you are just becoming a lazy, lazy generation. <laughs> Can't even say a, a word that's more than three syllables. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Again, that's Cold Cuts Fest. Go check out Doc Rotten and the Jasons. That's in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Spam Fest is this weekend. It is tomorrow, the 2nd, uh, Thursday. You can go see NoFX's last show there because they're on their last tour of shows or shows tour, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, some people are speculating that too. They think that uh, Mike is just punking everybody. It could be, but they're doing <clears throat> the opening on the Thursday, and then I did a spam fest uh, preview and covered all the other details for June third and fourth, just a couple days ago on Punkinoy Worldwide. So if you want more details, go check it out there. But spam fest is this weekend. If you're going to be in or anywhere near Linz, Austria. You should definitely go check it out. Uh, we're going to be talking more in detail uh, in a moment when we do the interview about Baltimore's I-95 Punk and Ska Music Fest. But that's June 8th, 9th, and 10th. Uh, like I say, there'll be more details, but a lot of the bands, unless the flyers changed, uh, Violent Way, School Drugs, Chemical X, The Stress, Mephiscopheles, The Take, uh, Italian Blood, I Juggernaut, Mob Mentality, Antagonizers ATL, Ice Cold Killers, Shave for Battle, Chupascabra, Paperback Tragedy. The flyer I'm looking at looks like it was edited seven weeks ago, but I think you know there might be a newer flyer out. I tried to leave off the bands that I knew, know for sure have been replaced, dropped off, whatever. But uh, you can go check that out. Further details at Liberty underscore or underscore death underscore records. At Oi to the World, all those on Instagram, uh, Italian Blood, or go check out any of the bands that I just mentioned, and you can get more details. But again, like I said, we're going to talk in more and greater detail about that here in just a moment when we have T, a.k.a. Ace, on the show with us. Finally, 
Some AKA kind of nice. Ace. <laughs> yeah. Ace Soprano. <laughs> A.K.A. Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some kind of nightmare. I like this band. I mean, they're always on tour, so I always want to mention the stuff that they're up to. Uh, Thursday, June 1st, they'll be in Lexington. On the 2nd in Indianapolis. The 3rd, as of when I have this flyer, it was a to-be-announced, but somewhere in between Indi- or Indianapolis and Columbus, Ohio, because that's where they are on the 4th. Detroit on the 6th. Uh, just Michigan, uh, they don't have a the spot or didn't have the spot determined as of that point. On the 7th, South Bend, Indiana on the 8th. Chicago on the 9th. Cambria, Wisconsin at Glacier Valley Music Fest on the 10th. And then they'll do Milwaukee, Sandusky, Akron, and Buffalo wrapping up on June 16th. That's the entirety of their tour. You can go to uh, their social media pages to find out because they usually do like flyers every day but the flyers are usually the day of or pretty close to that if you Mm want to get closer or better details especially as those to be announced shows that they have that is all i've got eric unless you found something else i think uh i did just uh just one other show that's also happening on the second uh that's going to be an all local show with Zodiac Killer, Portraits, Service Weapon and Honor Code. Cool. Well, I'm not sure about Service Weapon. I think that they're local, but I I don't know for sure, at least not off the top of my head. Uh but anyway, that's going to be at your mom's house. It's going to be uh $10, starts at 7 p.m. and knowing these bands, the type of music they play and the type of crowd that they attract, I'll just say I hope that your mom's house will still be standing at the end of it. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, that's the only other show I had to add. Um, also, uh, just a quick little uh, tag on. Uh, I have five local bands, five local bands that I know are going to be going out on tour in the next uh, couple of weeks. I'll that's be plugging awesome. them as they as I get more information on their stops, but that will include uh, Absolved, Mandalore, um, Portraits, Narc, and uh, Snuff Tape. Yeah, all doing like a little uh, West Coast tours and uh, or Central Mountain West, and uh, I know that Narc is uh, working their way over to get to um, uh, what is it the uh, Harsh Fest out oh, cool. in uh, Portland. Sweet. Yeah, or maybe not in Portland, but in Washington. Okay. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know, but Somewhere they're going in the Northwest. Yeah, I just know they're going through Montana and going up into uh, Oregon and uh, <clears throat> and Washington. So, so yeah, that's where they're going. Cool. Well, if you're going to be in anywhere in those areas Eric described, you can check out some bands from Salt Lake. Eric will mention more of those details as we get closer. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about Italian blood and get into that interview. So, uh, yeah, Italian blood. They released that cool EP on Pi Day. Yeah, on the Pi Day, because they are true Paisanos. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll, we'll let uh, old Ace... Tell us a little bit more about the uh, significance of Pi Day and the potential of more releases on Pi Day, or at least thematic releases. We'll leave that for the interview. But we are going to play the couple tracks uh, that we had that I haven't played. Like I said at the top of the show, there's three tracks on the the P the Pi EP, <laughs> uh, and the couple that I hadn't played already. We're going to play those. So we're going to kick it off with "I Want to Be Joe Pesci." <laughs> uh, why don't not we right? all right <laughs> i mean kind of i mean that guy's uh he's a master class actor right. he's only been in one film that i did not like him in and that was lethal weapon okay yeah 
Mostly because I watched it when I was little and I found him uh, to be extremely annoying. <laughs> but I still think one of his uh, best roles that he ever played was Harry in Home Alone. Okay. <laughs> because, because I can respect the amount of effort it took for him to hold back the slur of curse words. <laughs> that he... I mean, I just love it. Just those are the best lines. That's the funniest part of those movies. Just your <laughs> it's like, oh, Joe, I know it's killing you, but God bless you. You're doing your damnedest. I was going to say my cousin Vinny as well. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, again, I love Mosa. I love my cousin Vinny. I love Casino. I love Raging Bull. I love. Uh, uh, the only film that I hadn't, the major film that I hadn't seen him in was uh, The Irishman. That's because I have to find a specific day where I can dedicate four hours to that film. Right. So, so yeah. But until then, I could dedicate at least uh, four minutes to uh, a song about Joe Pesci, or rather wanting to be one. So maybe we should listen to that. Italian blood, people. Here we go. <laughs> Not all is good in this world, but I'm going to tell you a little story about a guy I wish I knew. Some guys are short, and some guys are tall, and some guys are loud, and some guys don't say anything at all. But there was one man who wouldn't take any shit. He was larger than life, but he punched you right in the fucking dick. sitting here with not the Mr. T, but still T Soprano from Italian Blood. How's it going, T? It's going good, man. Always going good. Especially, especially yeah. on the show. It's like your uh, third or fourth time that we've had you on here. I think this is number four. Yeah. And this officially puts you in the lead for the most times on the show besides <laughs> me and Eric. That's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, man. Yeah. Well, let's get into uh, what's going on in the world of Italian blood, Oi to the World, Liberty or Death Records, and anything else that you are involved with and maybe up to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, first things first, uh, we got a big fest coming up two weeks from tomorrow, June 8th through June 10th. 
Impulse Horror. First two nights the Crown, uh, Saturdays at the uh, Depot for anyone um, attending or in the area. It's called the I-95 uh, Punk and Scott Fest. So we got a whole bunch of cool bands. We got Violent Way, School Drugs, Headlining, uh, Thursday, Mephiscopheles and The Take, which ex-members of, uh, you know, like Axel Front, uh, Biohazard, Friday, um, and yours truly. And then um, uh, Saturday, we got the Antagonizers, Mob Mentality, Shape for Battle. So we got a nice little mix of Oi, Punk, and Ska. Yeah, man, it, it, it's on Facebook. Look it up for anyone interested. And at Oi to the World on Instagram, too. Oh, yeah. It is pretty much everywhere. So uh, Facebook's got the uh, event. But yeah, uh, if you go to Oi to the World, it's in the bio. It's probably in the bio on like a few of the pages, too. Advertising it from there, from Liberty or Death. Uh, I think Italian Blood just posted um, maybe yesterday. So it's going around. Uh, I have a lot of interest so far. I had some decent pre-sales. So I know we got some, you know, uh, decent attendance. But uh, it's going to be great. I uh, I wasn't anticipating doing a three-day show. So I was like, hey, let's do like two days. And we got like a lot of interest. And now I was like, Jesus Christ, man. I got to organize three days. So <laughs> it's been a little out of control. But uh, no, nah, I can't wait. What are the hardships of putting on a festival, three-day festival, especially first time, right? This is the first time doing a, uh, a three-day festival, which just as yeah. you said, I mean, if you do one day, you know, one day's worth of logistics, but you have three days, two venues. Yeah. So, I mean, the hardest part is, uh, you know, for the headliners, it, it, it's been pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, Patriot had a drop. So that was uh, something I was able to get back on to. And it sucks because, you know, we're really good friends with them. You know, uh, Dan's like hung out with him a whole bunch of times. I've talked to Eddie. We've worked with him in the past and hope to work with him again in the future. And, you know, like as far as oi bands, you know, like American oi bands, they're one of the best. Uh, but um, we got the antagonist on within like 24 hours. Outside of the headliners, it's, it's yeah, if any, if any band cancels, and you expect it to happen, especially with, um, I don't know, almost like 20 bands, you know, something's going to happen. That's been the hardest part with like the last minute stuff. This whole thing has been crazy. We started back in October and, We've changed venues. We've had all, like, anything you can think of that could possibly happen, happen. And um, I remember, like, back in January, I was like, is this happening, man? <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe we'll just do one night. And then, like, within, like, two days, you know, like, everything changed. And all of a sudden, it, it went from one night, you know, up to three. And we're just like, fuck it, man. And let's keep going. And uh, it's definitely something we want to do you know, every year. I've talked to so many bands. I had so many bands uh, either interested or, you know, that were actually going to be on the show that couldn't, like, right before we, like, advertised. So, uh, yeah, that's what you're kind of dealing with. Uh, I think the worst thing is when you have somebody and then, like, it sucks when they cancel, but it sucks when, like, you think, oh, my God, finally, I got this band or everything's going to be great. And did they cancel, like, 24 hours later? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened a couple of times. So. Well, on that yeah, note, then... Sucks. What advice would you give somebody, say somebody in Milwaukee or Denver or shit, even Salt Lake, me, if I were to do something like this, what advice would you give somebody? What have you learned uh, on putting this together? Because on the surface, you know, we look at the flyer, you get the information, cool. There's some cool venues. The bands look fantastic. Great. Looks cool. I'm all in, right? But what would you yeah. say to somebody that's like – Hey, that's cool. I want to do that in my area too. What would you say to them? You should definitely do it with at least one other person. Um, having a group is good because that way, uh, if something happens to you, you're like availability. Uh, you got uh, someone else that can help you with it. And then, you know, don't be afraid to 
just do the work because uh you know uh, i think the hardest thing is you're like okay like you're trying to get bands interested almost any band will probably play for the right you know as long as um you hit like their guarantee they'll probably be interested in playing at least a show now if you're doing a fest you know some bands are like hey cool it sounds good and that's great it's always it's always great when something's easy and that's kind of the hard part is uh if you don't have the context like you know you're hoping they're going to answer the email. You're hoping they're going to the uh, booking agent's going to answer the email. So, just be persistent and use your resources. You know, um, you probably know like half half a gazillion bands. So, uh, if you were to put something on, you probably have like a good place to start. You probably like, oh, I've I've talked to this guy. I've talked to this silly. You, you've at least got that connection. If you don't know bands, don't worry about it because um, ultimately, if um, you're like, hey man, I got a show. Are you interested to come in? I got a fast. You know, like a lot of bands are going to be interested. So as long as you can make that uh, contact, you know, through a band member or a uh, uh, booking agent, you know, you always have a place to start. Being a first time fest, you have some idea of what you hope, but you know, based on what you charge and all that, and then based on, as you said, guarantees for whatever each of the band has. Uh, did you have to turn, you know, I won't ask any specifics, but were there any bands that were like, uh, Hey, we need this. And you were looking at like, Hey, this is a first time festers. I just don't think there's any way because I got all these other bands. I can't accommodate. Thank you. But no, thank you. Yeah. It happened a couple of times. And, uh, you know, each time it happened, it was more like, Hey, um, that just doesn't fit our budget or if something changes, we'll let you know. But, um, that's cool. Cause like, you know, if any of my bands are going out, I'm just like, hey, I'm I'm just trying to play. So I don't care if I lose money on the van or I, I lose money on the toll or you know, there's some bands though, it's more of um it's more like a business for them, or they're strictly trying to cover their cost. And you know, if you're coming from even like from you know, three or four hours away, that's not too bad. But some of these bands they got like, uh, members from like all over the place. So they're like, Oh, we got guys from like three states. Like, okay, well. Or, hey, I got to fly in this person from here, fly in this person from here. And, you know, I'm certainly not going to be, um, you know, that's their business. So I can't, if if I can't pay for it, I can't pay for it. Or if I'm not sure how much they're going to bring, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if it's going to work. Some bands are all about that cost. Uh, and I totally understand because, uh, you know, like for them, it's like, we would love to play the show, but... You know, in order to do that, I got to organize all these different things. So, um, and for us, it's like, well, if the money works great, but at the same time, like, if I just want you to play the show, uh, I, I didn't realize I was going to have to pay for everybody coming in. And at this point, you know, I just can't do that. At some point, I plan to do this, maybe even next year. And I also, envisioned, you know, spreading the word, casting a, a wide net, just as you kind of mentioned, and then hoping yep. that some bands would be like, oh, cool. Well, now you know we want a tour we could go tour there we already have a show lined up and then you know it wouldn't be so much for those one-offs you know band you know i i see you have at least one band coming from california and uh where was the other one that i saw and then there was another oh yeah antagonizers they're not on the flyer but they're coming from georgia most everybody else looks that, that i'm familiar with them almost all the bands are somewhere in the northeast you know pennsylvania uh, New York, New Jersey, so forth, you know, a quick skim on there. So it's probably not too terribly yep. far of a drive and so forth, but some of those other ones a bit more. And so if they line something up, then they don't need that. Hey, we need all these costs because we're more or less coming to do a weekender across the country. Yep. It's like, Hey, we could line something up potentially. Yeah. I mean, 
that's what I would do. I don't know if everybody's going to do that though. You know, if I'm flying across the country, I would, I would, I'd prefer to have a, uh, yeah, like a string of shows lined up. Right. But you know, some people might not do that. Speaking of the flyer, uh, unfortunately, Broken Cuffs can't make the show, so we have to update that. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, speaking of them, we're probably going to work with them, too. Um, I can't uh, say everything that's going on, but if you haven't checked out uh, Broken Cuffs for anyone you know who is uh, paying attention, um, just like amazing band from uh, SoCal area. We got hopefully a release coming out for uh, Liberty or uh, Death Records, and um pretty bummed they can't make it out. You know, like I know they're really uh, stoked to come out here and play. But hopefully we'll have them out uh, next year, though. Uh, great band. We did have them on the show. But it was before Demons came out. But yep. great band, and that's cool that you're working with them. I guess we could transition into what are you doing with uh, Order of the World and Liberty or Death Records? So we got a bunch of uh, releases coming out. We're hoping to have uh, something out with them in the very near future. If so, then I can like announce that. But you know, they're one of the bands we're hopefully going to work with. So we got a split coming out, uh, Shade for Battle. We're doing a cassette with them, and uh, believe we got a Warriors tape also coming out as well. I think it's going to be a reissue of an older album. Okay. So, you know, that's going to be, I can't say for sure the details, but probably a limited run for a cassette of like an older album. Cool. Stuck, man. You know, always like to have, you know, like one of the old school bands out there. And, you know, the uh, Warriors are always one of those bands that was. You know, out there on the front, you know, they're still playing. Uh, you know, they did Rebellion last year. They're actually supposed to come to the East Coast last year, but they got hit with COVID like a week before. <laughs> Just like horrible luck. But uh, yeah, man, great band. So we got uh, Shade for Battle and, um, you know, like a lot of skins like them, man. I mean, they were stuck to have them on the fest. This is actually the first show. So um, they've had like a lot of releases out and they sell pretty quick. So, you know, that always street punk skinhead uh following is for real for them you know definitely excited to get them going they are great you guys are putting out tons of shirts you guys still work with uh lake town records right so i, I think that's a, okay. a great kind of tag team because it's tough to you know with especially shipping expense and shipping times and then you, sure. you, you know just even time zones that you have to deal with it's probably great to have a, a european arm and a u.s arm to kind of cover a, a lot of bands a lot of area oh yeah definitely and uh it's just extra exposure so in addition to it's always fun working with another uh label you know just to have that you know camaraderie because essentially we're just you know trying to help people get their music out we might always have a partner over there we've been working with lake town forever and you know they do like like amazing Final cuts, uh, Sonny Bastards is who they usually team with for the production. Just like amazing cuts, uh, quality. So yeah, you know, if you're an American band, we can usually get you over there, and then you get you know exposure to all those fans out there in uh, Germany and other places in uh, Europe, and you know then do our thing here, and then vice versa. You know, if we get anybody in uh, Europe, if there's a way we can do it too, you know, they get some over here. So. Well, on a similar note to a question I asked about the fest, so, you, you know, being an independent label, you, there's a finite budget, you know, that you have to work with. You can't just look up all the cool bands in every single city and say, you know, come come our way and we will help everybody yeah. kind of thing, right? You have a limited amount that you can. So bands that just heard what you said, uh, you're an American band, we can help you get European exposure and so forth. What, yeah. What's kind of your criteria? Or how many bands can you do a year? Or how should bands 
choose to reach out? I mean, it's always a no unless you, you reach out anyway, right? It, you know, to ask. But uh, on those lines, I was just talking with some bands that I went and saw the other day, and we were talking about labels, and I mentioned Liberty or Death Records. I said it's a great label. You know, if you're looking for support and recognition, your your style's along those lines. But I, again, I have no idea. I don't run the label, so I have no idea if, if that's yeah, a viable yeah. option or not. Well, uh, yeah, you know, if you're interested, you know, we had a, like a lot of inquiries. So, um, you know, hit up the IG, hit up the Facebook, you know, email contacts on there as well. And for us, um, being DIY, we don't want to limit ourselves. But if we know we can do like a solid like three releases a year. Yeah, that's great. If the you know the releases come through and like they're rolling and we think we're gonna you know you know they do really well, then there's always possibility for more. Um, right now, we're hoping to expand. We're hoping to do everything like a label wants to do. But if that never happens, we're happy being like a DIY label as well. You know, just like essentially helping bands um, you know, get you know to other people to make other people you know, like enjoy their music. So. Um, we get a lot of inquiries. Uh, speaking of the label, we're also doing a comp in the very near future. Um, it's a benefit for uh, canines for vets. We always like to kind of make it animal like based. Our last two were for a uh, dog shelter uh, that is uh, Punk Run in uh, Jersey, Rick City Rescue. And this one, it's Canine for Vets. I don't know if that's the actual name or the cause, but um, it's all over our Instagram. So, uh, yeah, um, essentially what we'll do is be like, hey, you know, you know, for the comp, hit us up. Here's the email. And um, we've already got a handful of tracks coming through. I'm trying to do a release, uh, same thing. You know, just send us a email or a message and we'll see what we can do. Well, with uh, Liberty or Death Records, you work with others. But with Oi to the World, that was kind of something that you started, yeah? Yeah, I started um, on my own in the uh, pandemic. So we're just chilling and i was like i'm gonna start doing compilations because uh i like working with bands and i was really bored so you know just all hanging out you know doing nothing so uh after like three or four of those compilations you know have been talking to liberty death for a while we were always kind of like in coordination anyway with those even though like, i was the one running it and um eventually you know they just asked me like hey we're trying to get more people for the uh, label we're trying to do more i need we all need some help etc cetera, etc cetera. so I jumped on, I want to say like July last year, and you just kind of hit the ground running. Uh, is there anything specific for Oi to the World that you will have release, or is your focus and the releases uh, all going to be on Liberty or Death Records in the foreseeable future? Yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be the case. There could be something I end up doing like randomly that you know, maybe Dan or the other guys on the label don't want to do or you know, don't have time for, but. 99% of my time, you know, I'm doing uh, stuff for LOD. And I want to know what uh, Italian Blood has gotten the works. <laughs> okay. So Italian Blood is finally doing some, uh, finally doing some songs. Um, you know, we're always out there playing and always doing a thing. But we released a, uh, our first EP on Pi Day. It's a thing. It's 314. So uh, we did a three-song EP. We're always going to be tempted to do one every single Pi Day or do something absolutely completely stupid and flashy and overdone <laughs> um, but we got uh three songs out there um uh, pizza should be italian i want to be joe pesci and i want to play punk rock we got um at least one if not two more releases coming up our final mixes for a bunch of other songs so we'll just have to figure out how many we want to release um probably have like six or seven or eight and um so 
we might just do like you know six we might the first dp in this one we might you know do you know four or five and then kind of throw like a couple other ass out or maybe like a split or something so um and then uh we got another ep that we're looking to release in october that is i should say fifth month I will hopefully have more. Um, I can't. It's kind of a surprise, so I can't really say exactly what it's going to be. But it is uh, <laughs> definitely themed for the month. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I played. Uh, I want to play punk rock. Great track over on Punkanoid Worldwide during April, and it's fantastic. And so we'll definitely get the other ones here on uh, the Punkcast. Any awesome. anything specific you want to talk about on either of those three? I mean, I love the. Pizza should be Italian. Uh, I definitely agree with uh, <laughs> the what's yeah. pineapple doing on pizza? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny. I, I was gonna ask, I'm like, hey, you know, what's your thought on this? What's your thought on this? And usually I'd say, like, look, man, I have my thoughts, I have my comments, but I won't judge because the evolution of pizza is out of control. Yeah, the Italy <laughs> pizza is very plain. You know, you ask for pepperoni, they're going to give you peppers. That They're like, no, that's all we do. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what pepper is in Italian, is pepperoni. <laughs> so uh, Americans just went, you know, uh, wild with it, and, you know, you know that's cool. Uh, but now it's everywhere. You know, there's custom pizza in, like, Japan and all this stuff. And, I mean, do you think? You know, have fun. It's art. It's it's punk. It's made to be kind of crazy. But never is good, unless it's Italian. And, um, you know... Every fucking mall has a fucking Greek pizza place, and I'm I'm always looking at these guys, and I'm like, I know you motherfuckers aren't Italian, <laughs> even though it's a, it always says Tony or some fucking bullshit. And that's the other thing too. There's always a Tony's Pizza, and it's always the worst pizza, like in that town <laughs> in that city. So. Yeah, that's pretty uh, accurate. Kid, pertaining to uh, all the pizza eateries here. Yeah, it's like, and probably the weirdest one that I've uh, seen is uh, curry pizza. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that came up. So then uh, someone was like, hey, you know, what do you think about pineapple? I get asked that all the time. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's not my thing, but I, I, I won't judge. Um, but then someone the other day, um, I think it was at one of our shows, what about curry pizza? And I was like, what the, what the fuck, man? I was like, oh, okay, okay. I, I'm not a curry fan at all. Um, I don't like the smell or the taste, but it seems like people that like it, like, really fucking like it. So, uh so again, man, like I, I have to pause, and but yeah, I won't judge. <laughs> uh, we have one of those here, and but I've seen the sign, I've seen the advertisements. I like curry, I like pizza, but I can't imagine putting them together. You know, it's like I like ice cream and I like hamburgers, but I don't want to <laughs> have an ice cream hamburger. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. Fuck, man. Well, you know, it's just a. Sure. Uh, it's just a frozen patty on a bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I actually have had the uh, the curry pizza. I ate there once years ago, and yeah, honestly, it's uh, it's not bad. I mean, like you said, if you uh, like curry, it's basically just uh, you know instead of sauce, it's a curry, yeah. and you know all the little uh, all the you know all the different flavorings and stuff inside that, and instead of like a, a pie crust, it's basically non bread. Yeah. You- you're kind of creative. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah. Keto pizza, cauliflower pizza, you know. Yeah. Awesome and also what, what's funny about that place, um, uh, they actually got featured in one of uh, in one of Guy Fieri's show. He's like, uh, I can't remember which one it is, but, you know, he goes around the country and tries out different, uh, different restaurants and what have you. Triple D. And, yeah, <laughs> that's one. Triple D. Nice. I remember. 
And they had their segment of that show playing on on a loop on all three of the TV monitors in that restaurant. Just a, <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet, man. Yeah, yeah. Like 10 minutes of uh, their little, uh, their 10 minutes of fame <laughs> on <laughs> Triple D. <laughs> it's it's awesome. just so weird. And that's like, yeah, we get it. You were, Guy Fieri recognized you and, and you're proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I got to hold on to that one. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a medal of honor, which is which is cool. I mean, I liked it. I like curry and pizza, and I was like, yeah, what happens if you put them both together? But that was years ago. I haven't been back since, probably because it's so far out of my way for where I'm living. Yeah. But that's kind of the thing. There's always the there's always the OG, and if you want the OG, it's all all the way back to the the boot of Europe. Yep, exactly. Yeah, boy, but that's awesome to hear. Uh, new shit will be coming out from uh, Italian blood, and I like that you're keeping it, so, keeping the sort of a mystery behind it, just <laughs> building suspense. Oh yeah, yeah. This October one's gonna be just out of control, but uh, got a little theme to it, and you know, that we can't really explain yet. But uh, in due time, our stuff's been so overdue. It, it, it's been fucking ridiculous, but uh, it's just uh, great to finally like have it out. And then, you know, more to come. Yeah, sure. We got stuff lined up for next year, too. So, uh, lots of songs coming up for uh, Name Blood. Oh, shit. And uh, August 20th, the first show at um, a uh, Sunday matinee, first show at the Jersey Shore. Nice. I'm a fan of the matinees. Bring back the matinees. Yeah, man. (laughs) It's going to be. It's going to be fucking ridiculous. I can't wait. Uh, Matinees don't exactly happen too much anymore. I assume it's because everybody's at work. Yeah, right. Or, you know, it was at a kind of like necessity. And now it's like, oh, why can't play Saturday? So <laughs> I guess that's aging. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, before it was because the crowds were so young that they probably couldn't get into the venues in the evening or be out as late. And now those crowds have now got to the point where they want to go home and go to bed before two o'clock in the morning. we we covered italian blood and the pep from pi day and then what oi to the world uh you know kind of on the back burner and then liberty or death records the releases we got the i-95 fest that'll be in a couple weeks what else what have we missed what else are you up to or what else uh can you plug that uh, you or somebody else in, in your close vicinity, okay. anyway, are up to. So after that show, we got a couple like all female shows coming up, which is pretty cool. So for uh, Dead and Lane, we're playing. It's called Pretty and Punk uh, Fest, which is in uh, Delaware. It's by Horror Punks USA at uh, Bar Thirteen, where every uh, member's got at least one female or identifying as female. We did that last year. Going to do it again. I'm also planning like a two day similar event in november in baltimore and that's going to correspond with another um compilation where it's going to be all the bands from that uh, show and then like other bands from all around the world my second and my third release for the world was um uh, females in punk and ska so that's always been something i like promoted so it's going to be uh, you know this time through liberty or death records and you know our focus is obviously on the fest and on this uh, comp coming out. But then probably uh, mid November, all that's going to happen in Baltimore. You know, like a two day show and a uh, like all female comp as well. That's awesome. Yeah, man. 
you know, we've got a whole bunch of uh, shows coming up, but um, a big one for Dead End Lane for any DCers out there. Uh, September 2nd, uh, opening for the Dolly Rock and Tsunami Bomb at uh, DC9. I was just stoked that, you know, Tsunami Bomb's still playing. So I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, we're on. <laughs> right. And uh, Dolly Rod's awesome band, too. So that's great. And Tsunami Bomb, I forgot that they were. Well, not exactly forgotten. I just hadn't heard from them in a long time, so I just kind of assumed they were inactive. Yeah, they're they've hit a couple of festivals up like I, around here. So uh, I think they're from the Carolinas. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're East Coast. But they probably have some LA members. Uh, I feel like you know that's like almost every band. But um, yeah, they're coming around a little bit more, which is cool. Because uh, I always felt they were a very like underrated band for back day. Oh, absolutely. They definitely had their own thing going. So oh, yeah, I just I hope that I get to see them. Be me being thirteen again. You're right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's all. Um, that's all I can pretty much plug right now. You know, we got like other stuff in the works, but uh, having this big fest is gonna be great. It's obviously our priority right now. So yeah, super stoked for that. Well, I got two things. First, while we're on that topic, then so the you plug the stuff you can right now. Where should people be following you for these? items that are maybe not in the too distant future but you can't quite mention yet where we're going to follow that way as it gets closer they get notified uh because they're following you yeah so obviously uh italian blood dead end lane wood of the world and liberty death records all on instagram you know always check that out our instagram is probably got like a little more actions we do more you know advertising more uh video stuff like that so that's always where to hit us up on Spotify, you know, we always try to have those shows um, on our profile as well. It's usually through uh, bands in town, you know, that'll come up through like our tours. So if you're not uh, a social media person, you know, our Spotify has always got that too. Sweet. The other thing I had was it's a follow up to the fest. So at what point, because the goal is to do this, is it to do it annually, semi annually, biannually, and then I guess to follow up to that yep. is what what's gonna help you decide whether you're gonna do it or not again. <laughs> oh yeah, we're definitely doing it again. Our plan is to do it every June or around that time. So uh once a year. Cool. And uh annually. We got a lot of other contacts, a lot of other bands that wanted to come on and you know, some bands we want to reach out to. So um we knew the first year was gonna be like a little crazy because you know it's your first time doing anything, organizing it, and um, trying to figure out you know lineups and finances and just who you can get you know, in contact with and who works well with you. And um, so you know on the face it's like oh cool a fest, but you know for us like it was definitely like everything in the first year that you could possibly imagine. I mean it was like you know the first four months we probably had the most things go you know, chaotically wrong in the last two months. It, it hasn't been anything bad. It's like little things that just have like zapped. It's like a, you know, if you hammer something and like you catch your fingernail, it's just like, fucking shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I, you know, I can't even imagine how like other people do it, but then I see like, you know, you know, a place like Fest or Punk Rock Bowling. It's, you know, it's like organization of people or people just have like, it's like a ton more money and resources, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's fun. I'm glad I'm doing it, but it, it, it it's been a little nuts. So, are you doing shirts with your uh, logo for it? I, I really like it. You know, we we have a skull with a mohawk 
on yep. the show's logo as well. And so obviously we're a fan. It's black and red. Our stuff's black and red. So we're we're already all in on on the logo there. Are you guys doing shirts for that? We um we're definitely doing stickers. Um I know we want to do shirts. Um so I'm not sure if that's in the mix, but if it is, we gotta, you know, snap our fingers pretty quick because it, it's coming up. So it is two weeks. Yeah, get on that. Make it a limited run. Do you know it depends, I guess, on what kind of connections you have for getting the shirts pressed and all that, but do you know, start yep. off with 20. It's like, hey, limited edition 20, first 20 or something like that. That exactly. way you don't yep. end up with like 50 of them left over type deal because obviously that's yep. not going to be helpful. But if you do some, <laughs> I bet they're, they're gone, you know, especially oh, yeah. over three days. Oh, yeah, big time. Yep. That's how we do it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got then. And so uh, we're definitely going to get into playing more italian blood because that's what we're doing on the show that's the new music that's out so that's what what we got awesome man grazie grazie guys always always a great time talking to you guys man i'm always glad i have i've got stuff to talk about too because uh <laughs> yeah sometimes uh it, it's great being on a podcast but i like to be I'll always be busy especially like with music so uh it's good that i have stuff to talk about and that people are actually interested so well, eric and i oh, are totally and Eric and I are always looking forward to our regular check-ins with you. Oh, yeah, of course, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're becoming regular now. <laughs> yeah. Pretty rad. Yeah, man. You know, at some point, like our travels are kind of limited because we just don't know, like, you know, how much we can do here. But I will definitely at some point in my life make it out to SLC and hit you guys up, man. <laughs> I'm so. going to put a fest together and send you an invite. And okay. if you yeah. can make it work, then you'll be able to make it work. We'll have a place for you to stay. Absolutely. All you got to do is get here. It, man, I can do that. We'll have to get the, we'll have to get the <laughs> finest uh, pizza makers in the city to <laughs> cater at this event. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you don't have to get that crazy. It's okay. But yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Just get a bunch of little Caesars out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Domino's. Uh, close enough. <laughs> this is authentic as you get this side of the Rockies. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, it's Colorado, man. It's you know uh, Salt Lake. It's uh, you know Utah, Wyoming. Not really known for the pizza. So. No, no. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of anywhere that I would say, oh yeah, there's actually really good pizza here. It's like, yes, you know what? We have really mediocre pizza here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice in California, they can bullshit something. Be like California pizza, like yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, Midwest, yeah, different world out there, man. And then here, yeah, so. no California pizza. It's just uh, regular pizza. They just put avocado on it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, a little olive oil and you know something. So you know, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, we'll get to the music. Cool, man. All right, thank you, T. All right, guys. Always a pleasure. Always a good time. I will hopefully talk to you guys very soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner than I think any of us think. We'll yeah, probably yeah. bring it back in October after okay, you yeah, yeah. release the new Italian <laughs> one. Yeah, it's going to be epic. Oh, yeah, can't wait. I like the pizza, I like the sauce. I like the place where they call me the boss. Only authentic, no fucking knockoff. I want the best, don't you disrespect? Because pizza should be Italian. Because pizza. No better cheese. What the fuck is that? Common disease. No Irish crap. No German rock. 
Get off the truck before I cut you up No proportion, no feta cheese What the fuck are you feeding to me? Who keep it flat? No Spanish go Get away before I cut you some more Cut pizza Should be Italian Cut pizza Should be It should have been cocksucking motherfucker, you. Uh, maybe that should, maybe that would have made more sense at the uh, you know the Joe Pesci song, right? Uh, but T, I hate to burst your bubble, but Acid's foot did it. <laughs> no, we did. We have a whole EP called Joe Fucking Pesci. Nice. And the title track is actually just a. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I may have to play this at some point, but <laughs> it was literally just a. Uh, a scene, the dialogue from a scene in Casino where he's just going at it in uh, Ace Rothenstein, you know, Robert De Niro's character in his face in the middle of the desert. And it's just the dialogue from that. And it's just broken up with a little one, two, three, four chug. It just <laughs> like a, it goes as follows. You could add the food and beverage up without going on television. Dun, dun, dun. I asked you, when the fuck did I ask you if you could ding, ding, ding? <laughs> and it just sort of repeats that way for a few <laughs> for a few seconds. And that's that's literally the whole song. <laughs> Never go over my fucking head again, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> I, just, I love that whole scene. I love that whole movie. But uh, the fact is, uh, Acid Foot did it first. Uh, you guys did good. Nice try. But we were here first. <laughs> well... Two tracks, I Want to Be Joe Pesci was before the interview. Post-interview, pizza should be Italian. Uh, thank you again to T, as I think we said in the interview, but we definitely talked with him. I think he has the lead for being on SLC Punkcast the most, besides the guys who've hosted the show. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, what did he say? This was like a, this is like the fourth time, is it I not? I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh man, this is... I mean, that's cool. I mean, we love having him around. He's got yeah. a lot going on, got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So, 
label yeah. releases, compilation stuff, Italian Blood's up to, the I-95 Fest. So uh, always happy to catch up with him and, and talk about the cool stuff that he's up to. If you're going to be anywhere near Baltimore, uh, you should definitely be going to the I-95 Fest, at least w some of the days if you can't make it all the days. But uh, it's the great thing about people like him that do fests that are multiple days. gives you the option. If it works out, great. Go to all of them. But it's great lineups each day, so get to what you can. Exactly. There's a yeah. – <laughs> The plight of going to festivals. You have all these great bands that you've been wanting to see for years. Forgot to tell you, they're all playing at the same time. <laughs> oh, snap. It's like the it's like the monkey's paw. You know? It's just like, I want a festival with all my favorite bands. They all play at the same time. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, yeah. It's sort of like uh, me. The last two times I've had to go out to Vegas to see the festivals, I missed uh, Arm for Apocalypse the first time and then Drain the second time. And the drain one really bugged me because just by one day, one <laughs> fucking day, <laughs> god damn it, whatever. That's a spilt milk, I guess. It's only spilt because it drained. <laughs> <laughs> Make light of a bad situation, I suppose. Well, thanks again to T. Uh, we're going to wrap up the show as we do. Eric, uh, what do you got? I got a new release from my friends in the band Monstrology. Monstrology is a uh, is a new band. They only got started, uh, was it this year or last year? It was last year. They got started in December of last year. Well, at least that's when their demo was released. Okay. That's what, according to their band camp. But they released a single uh, not too long ago on the 16th of April. I, I know by podcast standards that seems like a long time ago, but, you know, it's just... <laughs> If we're looking at the grand scheme of things, it just it's barely a month and a half old. So, yeah, and it's a great single. It's called, uh, well, the A side is called The Third Switch, and the B side is Dripping With Fear. Now, I don't exactly know what these songs are all about, but it is death metal, so we can assume a few things. <laughs> right. But The Third Switch, I have to assume, is about that line from Young Frankenstein, you know, where uh, Gene Wilder, Frankenstein, is up on the is up above the laboratory with the monster on the bed waiting, just waiting for the lightning to strike and, you know, bring him to life. Right. And he keeps yelling down at Igor, throw the first switch, throw the second switch, throw the third switch, not the third switch, throw it, I say, throw it. And he throws it and just the lab just goes into a frenzy. And just <laughs> the things don't really start malfunctioning, but this is like, life, give my creation. Live, so I have to assume that it's about that because what else could it be? But also, the song ends with these little, uh, this little electrical humming. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking. I mean, I can't be for certain because they don't have the lyrics available. So I'm looking at you guys, um, Kyle. <laughs> I know you're the guitarist, but you're my in. Well, I guess uh, Ross would be too, but Kyle, I see you a lot more. So next time I see you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you about some monstrology. <laughs> Tell me, what the fuck is Evan going through when he's, uh, or <laughs> rather not Evan, that's the drummer. I don't know who the actual lyricist is. Is it you, Kyle? I think it's you. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Let's listen to The Third Switch by Monstrology.
Okay, and I picked up this time around. I picked up on the closing vocals. Give my creation life. I didn't. I didn't catch that the first time. So, so yeah, this is definitely uh, <laughs> this is definitely a reference to Young Frankenstein. And why not? That movie is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> Blows the original out of the water. Actually, there is that is the original. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing, uh, the funny thing is, like, if you watch all the Frankenstein movies in uh, chronological order, it's like a Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, then Son of Frankenstein, then you know that that whole fucking thing. And I guess like somewhere around the line, there is a Victor Frankenstein, and that is like the uh, the son of Frankenstein, the son of Frankenstein. So you could say the young Frankenstein. You know, Frederick Frankenstein, his grandfather was Fr- was Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> son of the son of Frankenstein, but no, it's young Frankenstein. That's how young he is. Nice. Oh god. So if uh I don't know if that's uh canonized, but come on, let's put the young Frankenstein opus in the Frankenstein canon. It's by Universal as well, so <laughs> Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's Warner Brothers. I I don't remember what production company does what anymore. But point is, that song is about Young Frankenstein. Nice. <laughs> throw the third switch. I throw the third switch, Igor. Yeah, it's pronounced Igor. <laughs> <laughs> they told me it was Igor. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that movie, and uh, I really love what Monstrology is doing. I love that name too. <laughs> it's it's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, Kyle, it's good to see that you're still uh, doing some uh, heavy shit in the metal realm on that little. Uh, <clears throat> what? How does he uh, say it? They on Bandcamp they tell what they are playing, but they have little nicknames for them. It's like Evan, Keeper of Time. Nice. <laughs> you know, I assume that's the drums. Ross, Subsonic Sensations, and that's Sensations. Subsonic, <laughs> yeah, bass. And Kyle is the six-string stenography. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, I know Ross is a bassist because uh, both him and Kyle were in the... Uh, and also Evan. They were all in uh, Burn Your World, which turned out to be uh, Heretic Temple. And now they're uh, doing this. Cool. Except I don't know who's doing vocals. I like to assume that it's Kyle. Maybe he's a man of hidden talents. <laughs> but next time I see you, Kyle, I'm going to, I'm going to do some sleuthing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap up the show with uh, an alternative track. I'll probably be peppering those in. I got some metal and stuff that has been shared with the show that really isn't that punk, but still cool, so that's where I'm going to share it. But wasn't quite ready after punk rock bowling, so I figured I'd get to one of these alternative tracks that I haven't got to. This band is called Primal Scream. Uh, They did start in 1982, and they've been described as a variety of things, but alternative rock is what I think is more common when you see them amongst the other titles as to what type of music they are. But certainly not UK 82. No, no. <laughs> they are from Glasgow, but uh, not. this is definitely not UK 82. Uh, I, there's a couple songs I liked. I decided because I'm only going to be playing this once ever with Primal Scream because that's just how we do this end of the show, you know. It's not punk, but it's cool. I listen to it on occasion. Uh I, I would pick their highest charting song to date. And it came on the album Get Out But Don't Give Up, which came out March 28th of 1994, Eric. <laughs> wow. Finally. 
something in my generation. <laughs> a song, anyway. <laughs> right? All right. Primal Scream, the track is called Rocks. Are you familiar with the band Primal Scream? No, I am not, but I am familiar with what a Primal Scream is. Well, I hear it all the time in many a hardcore band. <laughs> I don't think you're going to hear it in this song or from this band, at least not this song from this band, but maybe you have heard this song. It's been played before. We'll see what you think when it's done. Here it goes. Primal Scream. Had you heard that song before? No, I can't say I have. Really? 
Yeah, get your rocks off, honey. Yeah, I haven't heard. Uh, I mean, I've heard "get your rocks off" in uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have. Yeah, get your rocks off, but in different songs as well. Like I, I know Rolling Stones has one, but it certainly does not sound like that. No. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, this I would have to say, as far as my uh, memory serves me. A first to me. Well, there you go. The other song I wanted to play, a bit slower. It's like double the length. It's like over seven minutes long. So I was like, nah, let's just go with the, the hit that maybe more people might have heard. Eric hasn't. Hopefully you enjoyed that one. We're going to wrap the show up here. Once again, thank you to T for joining us on the show again. Uh, thank you, everybody, who has listened up to this point. If you want to find us, we are found on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Verbal, SLCPunkCast.com, plus other places. Uh, still got the Power Radio rolling, but haven't rolled it out, as it were. Uh, I've got somebody working on artwork right now. Should be done soon. As soon as that's done, app is done, and then we're going to be pushing it out. And then we're going to be having people doing DJ spots uh, weekly or biweekly or even once a month shows, stuff like that from all over the place. I've got a lot of people who are interested, so expect to hear some really cool stuff there when you're not listening to this. And just so you know, that won't affect this. We still plan to do the podcast. That wasn't in place of. It's in addition to. Now, you can find all the bands on Instagram at splitimageca, at BrutalYouth709, at we underscore r underscore the underscore traders, and again, that's T-R-A-D-E-R-S, at Flores E Fuego, at Guilty by Association Punks, at underscore underscore Catspaw, at Italian Blood Punk Rock, at Oi to the World, and that's number two, Oi to the World, at Liberty underscore or underscore death underscore records, at Monstrology underscore band, at Primal Scream Official, and the show's at SLC Punkcast, Eric. You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, you can find my bands Anonymous and The Apathetics on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and at theapathetics.slc. And on Facebook at anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. Uh, look us up on Bandcamp and listen to our music at anonymous SLC and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Uh, check out my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast. And on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. Stream the episodes on anchor.fm. And follow the SLC Hardcore page. I've been a bit uh, sparse in posting uh, flyers. A lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on in my life, but I'm trying to get better. Uh, but yeah, that's on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. Awesome. Bands are found on Facebook at Split Image CA, at Brutal Youth, at Flores y Fuego, at We Are the Traders, at Guilty Sin City, at Italian Blood Band, Liberty or Death Records, Monstrology, at Primal Scream Official, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Once again, thank you, everybody. You're fantastic. Thank you for checking us out. Hope if it's your first one, there's like 400 and some odd other episodes you can go back and check out. Uh, so go do so. Uh, the early episodes, the music was really good. The show might not have been, the, the, the talking might not have been as great. But mm -hmm. <laughs> the music has been great throughout the entirety, so uh, definitely some cool stuff to go check out. If you saw us in Vegas, we were glad that we got to meet you. We got to meet so many cool people, people we uh, wanted to see again. That's the great thing about doing stuff like that in Vegas. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Um, Really what I got to say is... The hardest job in the world is being a music fan. 
because of situations where you double book yourself or where you uh where two of your favorite bands are playing the same shows or different shows in the same night and on the other side of the world <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just uh you just got to kind of pick and choose your battles just sort of a uh, gauge how important that band is to you and also how many times have you seen them how many more times do you really want to see them and how much money are you willing to shell out for room and board and food and gas and uh anything else related to uh getting your ass to wherever in the hell it is they're playing but but you know it's a case-by-case scenario it differs from person to person and uh you know no regrets just uh gotta just kind of have to figure everything in at that point. And also another figure is to uh you know to bring in is uh how long has this band been around and how much longer do they have? True. You know. And it's like, okay. Okay, seeing a uh, System of a Down over Arm for Apocalypse. Yeah. System of a Down. They never really play that much and it's usually big fests like this that are on you know that are at least a distance of four digits away from my current standpoint wow and they're playing uh, and they're playing at something that's easily a price in the three digits <laughs> whereas arm for apocalypse you know they've uh, i've seen them twice they've been around for uh roughly uh, 10 years and you know they're still underground they still got some uh, good they still got some blood left in them i like to say so that that's just a that's just a one scenario that is that is personal to me because it happened to me. Do I have regrets? No, not really. The only regret would be if I didn't do anything. So yeah, take that to the bank, folks. Play the fucking outro.